0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of A Wolf in Geats Clothing, hosted by yours, Wolfson. Center. With me, once again, my special guest, my great friend, Mike Phoenix Hero! Let's go!
1: Let's
0: go. <laughs> How are you doing, man? How, how's it going? Pretty good. I'm good. I'm ready to start all these topics we got today. Yeah, because we got quite a few topics to talk about, man. Yeah. All right. So before we get started, um, let's just... Get it out of the way with the TCG talk. Let's just okay. talk about our locals, how it went and and my thoughts about it, and where our next said it's very quick. Well, let's try to keep this very quick. <laughs> yeah, try. We, we're gonna we're gonna end up talking for hours on this. <laughs> the quote unquote try. Try. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, let's talk about our TCG talk. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, because nothing, nothing is new on One Piece, other than it's just it's getting expensive and by the second we keep seeing it, it, it keeps increasing. Um, Pokemon, they're releasing a new set that's called Paldea Fiend or Pardium Wild, something Paldea. It's getting released like mm-hmm. I don't know by the end of this month or next month by the time the other core set of Yu-Gi-Oh! Phantom Number, Some, something around there. I don't know. Um, so Yu-Gi-Oh! Right now, next. Um, I think this is the week, yeah, this is the week that made some millennials getting released, right? and what what did I tell you about last last week's episode? <laughs> what did I tell that you? Thrust was getting reprinted? Bro, I told you it was like either chaos Angel or Frost because those are like the two sought out cars that are like oh ov- like completely like completely expensive for no expensive. reason, yeah. And they need us, an expensive car like that, to get it reprinted, to drop the value, and to sell the product. Because as long as I'm concerned, of Millennia, the only thing that's getting, like, oh, my God, a sawed-off thing is Bonfire. And Bonfire is at 130 on pre-sale. That's ridiculous. And transaction rollback. I don't know much about that trucker. Is that truck car, like... OP for trap tra- base sticks like Altergeist oh and, yeah and if Labris? you can
1: send it to the graveyard it, can, it copies any effect by paint hazard life point really yeah and again since there's a copy you don't have to pay cost and, so, it's, on,
0: and it's on the graveyard it, actually it's on the graveyard
1: yeah so you can I you, mean so, you
0: can you negate it you can DD it. it well I mean well, when you DD Crow it does it miss timing of it no you would just have to do that like um, when it gets sent there Mm. like immediately so right now that track car is broken and then you got bonfire 130 and then you got frost at 50 right now but it's gonna drop to 30 eventually and it's gonna even drop even harder to 20 I, my my predictions is gonna be between 20, 20 to 30 on frost like whenever you see frost at that low I recommend everybody to get a play set right away and right away right now it's it's if you get a playset, it's gonna be at 150. You rather wait until it's released and get frost under on on, under forty. You know, I'm pretty sure forty is probably gonna be the one that'll settle the price around there. It could be less due to the fact that the secret is now under 40 50 right? It's under 40 yeah. 50. yeah, yeah. So I say I feel like frost is gonna be like around between twenty to forty around that price range. So if you guys get a chance, grab the grab the grab playset. I set. think
1: the Photon Hypernova one was at 70 last I saw it yesterday mm. so buying some random cards for my collection and he just like oh, one of the sellers had that and I was like okay they're starting to drop now yeah dude because
0: uh, the Battle of Legends card is going to get released like when Um, March is it March that they're going to get released or is it May I think May mm-hmm. the,
1: Batt- the Battles of Legend chapter one yeah, yeah it's in the beginning half of the year not the second half Right. because... I'm just not sure if it's March or May. I know
0: April is the fourth corset, Legacy of Destruction. That's the one that everybody yeah. wants. But I don't know what's happening on May or I don't know what's happening on May or May or March. Those are like the other two months. I know next month is Phantom Nightmare. But that's that's just, to my knowledge, that's it.
1: And, Do you know um uh uh-huh. the the archetype ghost meets girl? Huh? <laughs> no. What <laughs> <laughs> it's like an oh. archetype that uh it didn't come out in, in Mag- this magnificent mavens but it came out uh, early in their support there there's a trap card and i'll read it this is why transaction action rollback is broken so just just explain okay um so this this is the card tribute one um Maikashi or or Shiruandu synchro or link monster mm. neither player can spe- uh can special summon monsters from the hand deck or extra deck for the rest of this turn so, with transaction rollback, you don't need to pay the cost of Tribute One, My Mai, Maikashi, Synchro, or Link. It just, when you use transaction rollback, it's just going to copy the effect of neither player can special summon monsters from the hand deck or extra deck <gasps> the rest of the turn.
0: This is like a Verte Anaconda effect. <laughs>
1: yeah. Jesus. So, that, that's just an example of one like, card that like no one plays that now becomes broken because of transaction rollback. Mm. Because the whole purpose is you try to use transaction rollback or somehow dump it and then you go into Beatrice to dump whatever uh trap you're trying to copy. Right. So or if you can foolish or the foolish to like you know send traps if there is one. Yeah. Um you're kind of you kind of doing that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Fucking crazy. I didn't even realize it was going to be that broken.
1: Yeah. So like traps are like slow or like the cost is just ridiculous. Now become way better because you don't have to pay the cost. So like in archetype stuff, mm. uh, it's like now you can use it outside of archetypes because you don't have to pay the cost. Like this one, right? Like mm. you don't have to pay Maikashi to use the trap. You just have to use Beatrice to send it to Grave and then Transaction Rollback copies it. You- that's why a lot of people are saying like lab's gonna get stronger
0: jeez and they and in the ban list they didn't hit lab at all oh they hit a version of lab they hit the floodgate heavy one like for lab (laughs) to go off they need uh for regular normal traps it's not the continuous ones like those floodgates yeah but obviously obviously those floodgates do help like it does yeah it does accelerate um, lab itself because they can live through those because that's all they need. So yeah. that copy's going to be... So that card... Oh, so why is it that cheap right now on pre-sale? I'm, I'm surprised that it's that cheap on um, pre-sale value. But what's the pre-sale? Hold on. I, I want to be right about this. But as of right now, at the time that we're recording this, rollback is at... Oh, and there's a collector's rare, of course. Of course. Oh my God! That it's eighty-eight, bro. Eighty-eight. I thought it was <laughs> a fifty.
1: I thought it was a fifty, <laughs>
0: Bruh.
1: Yeah, it's broken. Jeez. Like more. Uh, I don't want to say that more. More decks can use in the bonfire. I just think um, getting that card and a second trap to the graveyard might be harder mm. in most decks. The normal the normal activation is that you copy a, a an opponent's trap and then yeah and then the one in the graveyard is you banish it and pay half to target one in yours so you basically have to get both of them in the in in the graveyard. I think bonfire is gonna be more just because like rescue ace and all the other um pyro that's that everybody's simply yeah yeah
0: everybody's under their mothers who's playing volcanics uh, gee. The Satorians and the, and what other like fire pyro decks that they need is like that's your Rota basically that's your Rota, it's right there. Yeah, the the rest of the set, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's ass, bro. It's ass the set, it. and they needed to reprint it for us so they can sell it. You know, they need to sell it because alone Bonfire and and the rollback, I feel like. Those two cards are broken, but they're broken to a specific card deck. So it's not a generic d- cards like you can splash it on any deck, you know. And like frost, frost, you can splash it on any deck. So yeah. like for for them to have only bonfire and robot to be that ridiculously expensive, this it's bad. That's bad. That's I will not pay that much. In fact, like I would not pay more than thirty bucks on bonfire alone.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm, that's why I'm sticking the cash, bro.
0: <laughs> well, sticking a cash, bro. Based off of what happened to me yesterday on the on the on the locals, like I'm retiring Centauria, man. I'm done with it. I think
1: to give it its props, it's it's a fun deck. Mm-hmm. But even in OCG, like it, it was not that competitive. But what happened yesterday? What what was the final straw? Well,
0: Here's the thing. Like I've uploaded my Horus cards because I set myself if I'm gonna play the the new archetype, um, the Bestow Tempei Dragons in Legacy of Destruction, and I'm gonna and now I'm faking of playing Rika as well. Rika seems to be fun. So there's like two archetypes that I want to invest on 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 April. The way I looked at it is like okay, uh, from here to there, there isn't a a viable competitive Deck that tells me I need to have Horus. Like, Horus is not a must have cards. It yeah. helps. It helps facilitate the consistency of your deck, but it's not the end all be all, you know? And the way I calculate it is like, all right, if we're having a corset now in April, the next corset will probably be what in August, September around there? Yeah. August. Give it, give it, to August. Um, and around that time, we're going to have... I I'm I know we're going to have tints. We're definitely going to have tints. We're definitely going to have a reprint set. And they're going to reprint the horse cards. And they're going to reprint the Diabella stars. This is all speculation, by the way, guys. I'm just saying. But based on the tracking record of all cards that we've been seeing in the past few mm-hmm. years that we've been in Yu-Gi-Oh! Whenever there's tints released, they're going to get reprints of these core sets and whatnot. So I feel like, okay... Horus is going to get reprinted and the a Bell Star as well on the next 10s. That's, that's going to be from August. So from here to there, there isn't a deck itself that says I need to have Horus. Like, I need to have Horus on this deck to to make this deck competitive or ba- playable, viable, whatever you're not. Because I can make the argument that you, can, you need Horus for Orcus, but after careful testing with Orcus, like, you really don't need Horus, and there are times that uh, playing Horus it kind of backfires me a little bit because you're locked into darts and you're locked into dark machines, mm-hmm. so you cannot literally special summon all the Horus that you want. Yeah, so that it, so that's kind of already a thing, and there's other that's the, and so like centurion. Saturnian itself, I feel like Saturnian what is best with Horus. I don't give a fuck what everybody tells me that, oh yeah, the better version of Centurion is pure. No. Horseshit. I'm going to get into that. So, I said myself, I want to play the Dragons, and I probably want to play the Rika. Probably the Dragons is going to be like the, the local deck I'm going to use, and Rika will be my competitive, like, number one deck. Like, I have right here. You know, I have mm-hmm. Manadium. I have Unchained, Unchained with, with the list, and then the Centurion. Centurion is my local. It's the one that is like, oh yeah, if I want to play competitively, I'll play Menadium you know? I want Raikard and Bestow to be that, or it could be vice versa. I don't know how everybody's on the high train with Raikard right now. I don't know if it's going to be that good. We will see. It's too early to tell. I know that I want to play those cards, but I know those two type of archetypes. You don't need Horus. So I said myself, yeah. let me offload Horus now that it's at its highest right now, $60. Let me offload it, get the money back. Because I remember when I got when I got the insettis, I got them all for under thirty, or I pulled them mm-hmm. out, trades, yeah. sneak beats, and whatnot. So I really didn't put a lot of money on the horse itself. I I just pulled and whatnot. And now that it's under sixty, I feel like that's as high as it's gonna go. I don't think it's gonna go on a Chaos Angel level or a Frost level. I I need to upload it. So I said. Let me just upload it, get my money, and when it reprints it comes, I'll, I'll get the reprint value. You know, that's it. I'll I'll have some horrors right now. And I did that, and then I said, like, all right, I need to get some cards to play uh for today's tournament. I wanted to play um a weird version of Orkis that you that I showed you yesterday. I wanted to play yeah. s- scrap Orkis runic deck with bestials. Mm-hmm. It works, it works, but it needs the lib package. It needs lib the the link to with world legacy secession. World so, legacy, yeah. Yeah. It needs that because it's the only way for you to get to Appaloosa for two or three counters, get to Savage Dragon. So you got two or three Monster Negates with uh Savage Dragon and Omni Negate. And then it gets me to Galatea. To so Galatea, then get a the Trap card, which is a, a, another Omni Negate. So it's it's pretty good, you know? So you got a, a, like a five interruption board. But if you don't got the the, the Legacy succession card, it becomes very suboptimal. I didn't want to try that out and crash and fail. Yeah. So I decided like, all right, let me go Centurion one last hurrah and play the Pure version. I want to see what was the hype train with the Pure version, where everybody tells you like, no, Pure Vision is the best. So it's like, all right, cool. So I got the super polys I already got all the non-engine cards and whatnot i i I got it i was I was confident it's it's Centurion. I know it from the back of my hand. Would't you know it that i I hate when I'm right because I don't know how everybody's is playing pure Centurium because it's exactly what I told you last episode. The reason why they don't play pure is because you're drawing a lot of non-engine cards when you draw them and you don't have a starter then what? And if you draw the starter and they negate it or they stop you, you can't further f- go, you can't go even further because all you got is just non-engine cards. It's all hand touches, yeah. one. And that's exactly the problem with this deck. And I, when I saw it yesterday, I was just like, duh, I'm done with this. No way. And yeah. as of right now, I, don't, I think the only reason why I'm holding Centurion is to see if there's going to be like new support coming up in Legacy of Destruction. I think like we got like Fourteen cards left for the to see what are the last cards. I don't know if they're gonna bring support. As of right now, it doesn't seem like it, and that's why I feel like, bro, I'm done. Like the deck itself is fun when it's played with Horus. When when you're playing with non-enchanted cards, it's like it's it's heavy, bro. It's 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 almost impossible. I will say, best card that I had in my deck was Super Poly, 100. That was my best card. Super Poly definitely yeah. helped me win and grind some games. But every other non-engine card I had it was just—it was a struggle. So all four games, I, I ended it with one, 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 two, one. one win, two draws, one lost. And the reason why I'm retiring this deck is because, out of all the decks that I've played with, um, on our locals, this is the one that I have been struggling the most. Because I never had a problem when I used to play Punk Cash. I just go off and and I always and I've always end up topping with you i never had an issue when i played uh vanquish show i i managed to go through and, and go against the greatest like george and kenneth with their with their strong debts and even alex and Ruben. like i i went toe to toe with vanquish show and i never had a problem i knew what to do i knew what the deck does and i just played through it's a mid-range deck i control the board that's all I did. Manadium, there's, there's some ups and downs of Manadia, but once I had Visa Samsara with me, I was like, all right, I'm back at the train. It was, yeah. it was smooth sailing with me. It was only until I invested on Centurion that I started like, bro, that, I, I can't even win against Photon. That's crazy. You can't. And I know we discussed that. When you If you let Photon play, go through, like there's no way you're going to break it. I, I had no issues playing against Photon before when I had uh, Manadian or Vanquish Soul. Centurions struggling hard with the rogue that's including yesterday I played with the the bestio the uh the not the bestial, the red, red dragon yeah the red dragon okay red I had the dragon archfiend yeah I had a I had a a very tough competitive game with the red dragon I was like holy crap how is this happening and we end up in a draw I was like. This never happened with rogue decks. I never, and I'm not trying to bash anybody. I'm not trying to bash any debts. It's just like I know my level of competitiveness with with whatever deck that I played. I know how far I can go, and I know how much I can push through. But when I'm seeing that I'm playing a deck that is not getting to those, it's with those levels the way I used to have it. I was just like, you can tell the difference. It's like, holy shit, this is this is bad, you know? Yeah. So, I'm going to retire because I only had one win, but it's because it was against the, the Brendan Skull, Skull Servant player. And mm-hmm. and he lets me go first. So, it's like, duh, like, don't let me go first. If I go first, you know, I'm just going to yeah. calamity lock you. Calamity it's, lock, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, don't let me go first. So, I like that's the only win, but that doesn't feel a win because I know it's, it's an easy game for me if you let me go first. The other ones was a struggle, it was the red dragon. It was the, um, the branded. It was the
1: Brandon Chimera. Branded
0: Chimera. You're right. I, 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 no, I didn't face Matt. I faced someone else. I faced another player that was a, a Brandon Chimera. Axel. Yeah, yeah, yeah Axel. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, Brandon Chimera. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Branded Chimera. And there was the fourth one that I think that was my loss. I forgot who it was. I need to think, like, damn. No, no. Oh, yeah, Alex. Alex was Scareclaw Cashier that with on in Revolution Secret on top of it. Yeah. Whatever deck he had, it was like, oh shit, no, I no, that this is it. Even if even if I tried to hot calamity you are like, nah, you you go through. So that that one yeah. was the only one that that he and I went back and forth and went to game free and he got the game free, you know. But yeah, after after this weekend and I and I prove it myself and approve and I'm gonna talk about it in the podcast it says like dog, I'm done. I'm done with I'm retiring this deck. And I prove to everybody, this is exactly why I don't play pure on certain decks. Like, this is exactly why I mix engine cards. Like, you don't see me play a pure version of uh, punk because if, if you don't have other non-engine cards that help you or engine cards that help you facilitate punts, you're done. Like, you're done. Like, yeah. That, that's why I play punk cash, because with cash, you stop my cash because you think I'm going cash, and then all of a sudden I'm going punk, and then we're off. Bangor show I always have the cash engine with me, and adding the Revolution synchro Package on top of it. Like, I always have engine cards that I, helps me facilitate the deck. See? Yeah. Stuff like that. Manadian. Manidian has, like, what? You got the Manadian cards, you got the cash cards, you the, Beast, the Scareclaw cards. Like, you got a lot of cards that you can... Doesn't matter where you go, you always gonna start with something. No matter what, And Centurion is one of those legs. Like, like the, you need to play Centurion, Horus. It there's no way. Like pure version, it's Brick City. It's Brick City all around. It's too much, and you can't go through. Like, it, like I said to myself, I got so frustrated. Not not because of the. Uh, on the people that I lose to, like, I, I don't care. It's a fun game. We all, we all know each other. We're all in the community. It's a fact that I'm not going on my best performance with this deck. So it's like, I can't go on. I can't, like, I can't go on every weekend and lose to the same, with the same cards, the same deck, knowing that I, I know how to play against them, yet I still lose against them. Like, no, I need to re- yeah. re-strategize and revamp the, and then just grab another deck. So that's my rant. <laughs> that's your rant? Yeah, that's my rant.
1: Yesterday, um, I go, I got third place. So I'm back. Nice. You're back, back on top again. Back on top. That's what's um, up. I switched from going second cash to just my normal cash. Mm-hmm. Changed it up a bit. And I, I started main decking uh, Cosmic Cyclone. Oh, interesting. Because um, Fire Kings.
0: <laughs> and, and just yeah. like other stuff. Yeah. But
1: I, I don't know. I kind of messed up yesterday against Alex because um, game two. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. I, I guess I'll just go in order. So game one was against Axel with yeah, uh, Brandon the Brandon Chimera. Brandon Chimera. Yeah. I won, and it, it was fine. There, there's some misplays I had with Ogre. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, with Ogre you can like SUV the top five and then banish one. Yeah. So like, I I was like targeting all his Chimera stuff, and then I knew his next draw was raw spear, spear mode. Yeah. And then I still oh. summoned a third card, a uh, third monster, oh. and then. When when I did that, I was like, he's just going to rob (laughs) me right now. So, yeah, I kind of misplayed on that. I was like, I knew what he was drawing. I was just so hyper-focused on hitting his Chimera stuff that I kind of just forgot. But I ended up winning that one. Game two was against Kenneth with Labyrinth. The first game took 40 minutes. (laughs) Hold up. Wait a minute. Yeah. Something ain't right. Bruh. Because it always comes down to, like, I, I guess... Cash against Labyrinth becomes a grind game because he, I start banishing his stuff. Uh-huh. And so he, so like, once he starts using, like, oh, he uses like Big Welcome, I'll try to banish it from graveyard somehow. Or like, I use Ogre to excavate. And then I'm like, okay, you have your Big Welcome in the excavated pile, let me go banish it. So it starts becoming like a grind game because then he also has like the field spell that lets him like pop my stuff and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. So like, the game state becomes very simple where it's just like, it feels like old school Yu Gi Oh! where like we're just drawing one. Right. And see what we can do. And then um a game two against him, he bricked and I bricked. He set or no, like so. I'm I think he went first, set one pass. I go first, set one pass, <laughs> and then he <laughs> draws, he sets one pass, and then before that, oh, and he puts a monster in defense. So then before he passes, I'm like, no, activate my uh face down, which was cyclone, okay. and I target the new the new yeah. trap that he set, and it was anti spell fragrance. Oh, and I was like, yes, I knew it. It was, yeah, it was, yeah. So then, um, and then my top deck finally, I got back and forth. I finally got um, uh, pressure planet,
0: nice.
1: And I was like, yeah, because my opening hand was like Ghost Belt, Ash, Uh Cyclone, and then Ghost Mourner, Ghost Mourner. So I was like, bro, can I, I was like, yo, can I, can I open a cash name?
0: Like he didn't have ash um, in any on uh, of his hands or, or
1: yeah, he or. didn't have yeah, I don't know what he had. No, he showed me after and that he, like, he shouldn't do anything with it. And I was like, Yeah, that, that sucks. Yeah, but I ended up winning uh game two. He had like a he had like a, a thousand or two thousand life points left, and then time was called. So he oh. was he was like, Yeah, you got this game, and I got the first one. Game three was against Alex. Game one, he won. Mm-hmm. No, I won, I won. Game two was the one where I messed up because he 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 goes first, but I drolled him so he didn't have much. Okay, and then at the start of my turn. Guess what? I had Cyclone again. Oh, and that card is glued to your hand. <laughs> I wish I wish Unicorn was glued to my hand. But um, <laughs> I activate. No, I he he set one with Thrust mm-hmm. Rhoda, mm-hmm. and then he sets another card, and I should have just activated. Cyclone on the other card to bait it out, yeah. And I didn't because that's why I was telling you I was saving it for later because I was because I like saving cyclones for his um field spells. Got you, because it hurts him like bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but if, if I just like shotguns for his um trap, it, it was the twin the twin saw which destroys two like monsters. Because mm-hmm. what happened was like I get the field spell, I get um unicorn theosis, and he's like trap, and I was like. Okay, now I have nothing. I should have just cycloned it at the beginning, like at my draw phase, mm-hmm. and I think I just would have won that. Um, and then game three, he got it. I I could I couldn't beat his board, and then and then the fourth game was against Fire Kings, the the new guy. Yeah. Game one he won, and then game two I won, so it was a draw. But dude, it I don't know what happened to me, but I completely forgot we played a game one because when it called time, I was like. I was like, bro, I'm like, there's no way it's time. And I'm like, this is game one, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, I, afterwards, he's I like, no, dude, this is game two. And I was like, I'm like, yo, I don't remember playing the first game against you. Like, I, like, I played it and I just blinked, I, I don't know what happened. Fire um, King was too much, man. Too much heat. Too much heat. He Yeah. Um... But yeah, he, he, I think he added the the Diablo Star stuff. Oh, he did. Yeah, I don't think he was playing it before. Yeah,
0: because um, I know he definitely pu- purchased
1: a free Snake Eye Ash with Travis. Yeah, well, he had yeah he purchased two. He had one already. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was um, two one one for me, and I got I got third place. At, oh, okay. so that's not bad. Um, I yeah, I wanted to play the um Axis code talker. Or it's called Heat Soul Cash, where you go into the heat heat soul talker line yeah um, you play? use to make um you use mecha phantom beast uh-huh you get and then you use the effect to summon the two tokens And then you, you go, go into link soul? spider link spider ah that's what you, you wanted both. for link spider yeah to get the tokens um and then from there you use those two to go into um, g golem crystal heart and then that's like a water cybers mm-hmm. and then that can summon the link spider and then now you can go into Heat Soul Talker. You draw one. If you're going second, you use the Mecha Phantom Beast and that to go into Axis Code Talker, right? And then and Heat Soul's a a, a Link a Three free. Fire. Yeah. So you have three pops. You have the the Earth from the Link Spider, the Water from the G Golem Crystal Heart, and then the Fire with Heat Soul. Yeah. But if you're going first, you just leave it there. So that to start, you know, the draw phase, you just draw another. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the spice I added was um silent graveyard. It was not, it was not good. <laughs> mm-hmm. It didn't really do much, so I just took it out. And yeah, I'm I'm trying to see what's what spice to add. Mm-hmm. I think maybe uh what is it? Share ride. Alex was talking about that. And I think it, it could possibly work. Okay. Yeah, I I don't think I'm gonna be playing like any other uh, deck for now. Just sticking with the cash. That's it. Doesn't mean good, yeah. Especially with bonfire, it's like I don't want to. That's like three hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, no, bro.
0: It's not three sixty. Yeah, it's, it's not, not worth it for yeah. fire
1: kings. Like, it's not just like fire
0: Kids, It's also for rescue ways and whatever other decks that relies on pyro. But obviously volcanics. But you know, who gives a shit about volcanics? Um,
1: yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I also I also added book of eclipse. Oh, well, that, I, how did the, it good? Um, no, it did good. Because I was just stopping people from like link climbing um, or link climbing and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I like I knew um one of the guys was gonna go into access code. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, they they're on Celine and Celine has to summon in defense. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, they can't summon a link monster. So the second he summoned that, I was like Eclipse. He faced down, he couldn't go into access code. He just had a Celine oh. and nothing else. He's like passed. So yeah, I'm so like stuff like that. It's like I saw him link climbing. It's like okay, I know where to like stop you. So yeah, I think it was definitely definitely worth adding. Me,
0: um, I'm I'm gonna offload my cards, uh, my Centurion cards. They're still pricey, so you know I'm gonna capitalize that. It's fun deck. Yeah. It was fun while it lasted. Um, what am I gonna be playing until I get to April? Quick <laughs> <Good> question. <laughs> I guess I guess like there's like it's gonna be a variety. I'm pretty sh- I'm the other day I saw MBT uh put a YouTube video of earthbound uh runics. So I looked at the video and it's like that's actually a pretty cool deck to play. And obviously I'm experimenting with Orcas runic, you know, so that's another one that yeah. I wanna go grass. At least I want to go one tournament playing Orcas Runic. And I guess like in the next corset that that's happening in Phantom Nightmare, there's not that many cards that I really want. Probably the Ray Raptor cards. So I might play Ray Raptors one time, just go full force Ray Raptors on that. I might actually... What's the other? Oh yeah, the Goblin Riders. That, if the if yeah. the Goblin archetype is affordable, like I can get everything under 50 or 50-ish around there, then I'll invest on it. Then I'll like I'll grab it in the meantime. And just play with whatever cards I have, and and just hold it off all the way until get to April. Once we get Legacy of Destruction and then get the the bestows and the Rika cards, you know that's 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 my plans. You know, like I wish I could just would have gone like I did with Vanguard and Manadian that, I pl- I, that I've that i been playing them for months and months but Satoria is not my fan and I'm surprised that right now I haven't heard any next, next uh, deck building set I'm just surprised they haven't announced it yet because usually they will announce it right next to like, a, like next to a corset like knowing like yeah you know, because that's how it was last year last year it was a corset deck building corset deck building corset they haven't announced anything this year and you know what I'm happy I'm happy because we already got enough archetypes to play. We already got enough fatigue. And yeah, dude, like I don't, like I'm I'm okay with whatever cards we like. We're expecting like a ban list coming up like around April. So that way everybody mm-hmm. has to force themselves to play the the new Ar- archetype, card or Bestow whatever our other archetypes support that they're having, you know. But yeah, like, I don't know. That's, those aren't my thoughts, it. You have anything else? No,
1: I'm just, Disappointed for Maze Millennia, but like I knew that was happening. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was the same thing with the other Maze of um Maze of Memories. Memories, yeah, yeah.
0: Like yeah, I wasn't expecting to it to be like, oh my god, this is gonna be a big set. Like no, everything. I knew everything was gonna be. It's gonna be another shitty set, you know. And and I talked about this with my cousin not too long ago, and we were like discussing like how Konami is like getting itself a, a fatigue that it doesn't have a good cooldown. The cooldown of getting good cards is like between three to six months. That's yeah. that's the cooldown for us. Because he says that usually Pokemon TCG, they have a good year or two of cooldown for Pokemon cards. It's like, oh no, Konami? No. Konami, they just want to fatigue us with and saturate us with, with cards every fucking month. Like every fucking month there's a new product and, and you're like, bro, let me just... I mean, just enjoy what I got right here. Why are you, like, throwing, f- throwing stuff under my face? And right now, like, there's really nothing. Like, unless you're telling me there's something, like, wow factor that's going to break on Phantom Nightmare, there's literally nothing that I see that that's going to be like, oh, my God, the net's different until we get to Legacy
1: of the Structure. I'm looking at the products coming out. I don't... Battle Battles of Light, j- chapter one, it's, it's in weird. February.
0: Shut up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Unless they delay it, um, I'm looking at I'm looking at the website right now. It says um, February 23rd. Bro, why would you release a set on on the same month of a set? What is going
0: on with their marketing team and their strategy on releasing products like this? Is horrible, and I, I don't see anything else after. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like that would have made sense if you were release it on March. Why would you release it the same month as a set? Like we already have people like buying the product itself. Why not put it in March so that way gives people some time? Uh, oh, let me get some of the reprints. Let me get Font Font Photon uh, Lore and Armageddon reprint, and then we get yeah.
1: Legacy of Destruction. Bro, what is up with these guys? After After that, there's nothing until Legacy of Destruction. See, that sucks. That
0: that you have an entire month with nothing. and Everybody's gonna play the same cards over and over. This is exactly why how why people left during tier format.
1: Yeah, I and mean, then you got this, 15. and then and then we get the, the two player set this month as well.
0: After, so. what, you to, after what you told me that, that that's gonna be another disappointment, <laughs> man. That's gonna be another.
1: Yeah. You don't want Sparkman, bro?
0: <laughs> unless that it's a quarter century. I don't. I don't care for it. She's <laughs> a loo. No, I under, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going I think I think Konami, the people who are in charge of it, I think they're old. I heard they're just like too old and and they're thinking backwards and they're thinking like, oh yeah, let's keep it like the whole nostalgic of the old days and yeah, you know, I don't know what's because I don't know their way of thinking is like the worst strategy f- in business wise of selling products it's it's crazy like why would you put everything all under this quarter like if you if you yeah. take a look? In six weeks, you got four five products. You got Mesa Millennia th- coming out this week. Next week it's uh the deck the box, two player, the, the two player. Two weeks later is the the corset, Phantom Nightmare. Yeah. And then two weeks later, it's the the reprint set of the Battles of Legends. So Battle of, yeah. All in the span of six months. Six, not I mean six months, six weeks. Six weeks. When you could have just distribute all that between months, not even giving a chance anybody to, yeah, bro. Like, be, hear me out. March is gonna be the worst month for Yu Gi Oh. Everybody's gonna be bored out of their goddamn minds.
1: It's gonna be like that. Also, the um, the new mat and sleeves and and book. It's Yu Gi Oh Kai. But comes out February ninth. What I tell you, five, four to five products we're having in less yeah. than six weeks. And <laughs> nothing in March. And
0: they could have um, used yeah, that. So they could have used Battle of Legends and the Yugi Kaiba thing on March, so they can have at least yeah. something. It's gonna be it's gonna be a f- our first shitty half of of the year for Yu Gi Oh.
1: That's 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 my run. What are your thoughts? <laughs> like I said, I'm just disappointed for this set, bro. I'm disappointed for for Q one of Yu Gi Oh. Very disappointing.
0: Very. Hopefully, it gets better after Legacy of Destruction. Hopefully. I'm holding my breath, and my expectations are like this low, but we'll see. Um, let us know in the comments down below what you guys think about the state of Yu Gi Oh right now and the TCG standards. What you guys think about? Um, you like it? you hate it? Like what Konami should have done? We all know what they should have done. They should have done better. But that's that's those are our thoughts, guys. So let us know in the comments down Now let's get down to these topics that that you sent me over. That it definitely got me my peak interest, and in. definitely got me like, oh my god, like yeah. Let's talk about this. So are you ready about it? Yeah. First topic that I want to talk about to finish this off, to just to get this out of the way so we can stop talking about Pokemon for a bit, is the Pokemon <laughs> DLC epilogue. Last night yeah. I finished it. I played it. All right. Talk to me. What are your thoughts about the epilogue? <laughs>
1: I felt I felt like what you said mm-hmm. about Kieran being influenced. Yeah. It was like, yo, they should have just done that with this Pokemon. Like, you called it, bro. (laughs) What
0: did I say, bro? I knew it. I knew it. They could have literally used that for Kieran as to why all of a sudden Kieran became more of a battle, uh, an a-hole and whatnot. They could have literally used that for for that story. And then everything would have made sense. The whole plotline as to why Kiki is acting like a douchey, you know, it it would have all made sense, all because of that new Pokemon, Um, pitcherent pitcherent yeah, whatever the fuck the name of Pokemon Pichirent, it, and it's and it's the one that it's being influenced by the Loyal Free, It's and it's a, a what was it? What was the typing? It was a it
1: was a Poison Dark, was it? Poison something? It might have been Poison Dark.
0: Yeah, I might have been. I, I don't know. I, I finished it last night. And like, bro, like the whole storyline itself was like, dog, you could have literally used this and you got missed, missed up the the opportunity right there and there. And yeah, for it to be an like epilogue, there was so much talking, man. There was so much. Yeah. Like, like, I feel like, I, I mean, one of these Final Fantasy games I'm hearing so much talking and it's like, bro, if you guys are going to be talking this much, make it into a cutscene at least. But here's this thing about them. Okay, I need to talk to this person. And once that conversation is done, I got to go to the other side of town to talk to another person to have another conversation. Yeah. And then once I'm done, I need to go to the other side to check out and have another conversation. And then the battle starts. What are we doing here? <gasps> what is going yeah. on? It was, I don't know. I, I was not that impressed with the epilogue. As, as of right now, I know that this is just the epilogue area zero. I don't know if it's the epilogue for the game itself, but no. and I, I and I played it. I just fast forward everything because I'm tired of reading and I was getting sleep and I was just like, duh, I just want to finish this. I just want to finish this. I'm done with this. Catch the Pokemon. Yeah. Alright, we're done. We catcher it. On to the next one. But it was just like, duh, like there were so many unnecessary waste of times of talking to people. Like that's how, that's how I, I was like, ugh. Like, Doug, just stop. Just get to the <laughs> point already. Jeez. And just all this so I can battle the Pokemon and then capture it. I don't know, bro. Like, they missed, they missed their mark. They missed the opportunity with a lot of things. But, well, now that we know that it's over, they haven't announced anything. So, I guess my prediction, seven weeks, six weeks for now, six weeks for now, they'll probably announce for Pokemon Direct or... For pokemon day you know and they'll announce what are we expecting for this year hopefully they'll announce whatever it is that we're having this year any thoughts behind this before we move on
1: no i think it's going to be a, a remake like you said either unova or Jodo. johto oh, Jodo.
0: yeah i'm i'm with you on that um let us know in the comments up below what you guys thought about uh the pokemon DLC epilogue I felt like it sucked. It, w- it was definitely a waste of time, and I wish they could have just add that part of the DLC. Well, they technically did, but it's a but it's free. It's a free it's a free story, but you have to get the DLC for you to get to that story. So you still ended up paying regardless. So I don't know. it, yeah. it, it wasn't worth the t- it wasn't worth the time for us to get to it to actually play it. You know, it wasn't worth it. Um, next thing we want to announce, uh, video game wise, next topic, Smite 2 got announced the game. Now, I don't know anything about it, but yesterday when you talked to Kenneth, Kenneth was like, got excited as well about this game. So tell me more about this game and tell me more, like, what's the excitement behind it, you know? Do you know what, do you know what Smite is? No, I don't, like, I'm completely, it's
1: like, like, um, like a third person league. Oh, really? Like League of Legends, a okay. uh, third person. And it's based on um, all the champions are just gods. Like you can play as Zeus, mm-hmm. Thor, Aphrodite, like gods like that. Um, so it's been out for like 11 years. And they decided that they want to reamp it and go into like Unreal Engine 5. Because oh. I think they made it in Unreal 3. So the animations and stuff like that's like very stale. <laughs> Compared to new games. Gotcha. So that's what they want to do. So what I thought was cool was um the biggest question is like what happens to all like the money I spent in the first game, right? Because mm. you buy like in game currency to buy skins and blah blah blah. So they were they were honest about it. They're like there's like a thousand six hundred plus unique skins. They're like, we can't port them all, which makes sense. So they were like, we can't port them all because just like importing them and then and, and then updating them to Unreal 3 or sorry, to Unreal Five takes them like a couple months. Mm-hmm. So they're like, yeah, we can't do that. But they said that they're gonna calculate all the gems you've ever spent in the game mm-hmm. and then give it to you as uh, the currency in the new game mm-hmm. for you to spend. So I was like, that that's pretty cool because other other games would have been like, nah, you, like, you just you you don't get to carry it over you don't get to keep anything but start all over again and I that buy includes, new stuff yeah yeah but that also includes um for Smite 2 they're saying any gems you spent which is also the ones that you can get for free because mm-hmm. some people don't spend money in the game they just grind out the challenges and stuff to get the currency mm-hmm. so they're saying like those also transfer as well so even if you never spent any money they're just straight up looking at how many gems have you spent throughout the game and that's going to be carried over that's good. To, to the new game. So I thought that was very friendly. Yeah. I think that was like the biggest issue with people. It's like, okay, if I move to the new game, like I'm losing all my stuff. Why not just stay in the first one? So I think they're kind of like that. And then they also did it where now any, any new skin that they release mm-hmm. when you buy it is going to be for both. It's going to be for both Smite 1. And then when it comes out in Smite 2... You get that skin so i don't know i, I was kind of excited can kind of seemed excited too you know just yeah. a lot of visual updates and then also like like they decided to like make the the champions a bit different like it's um because right now there's like there's physical gods and then there's magical gods so like some gods you know they, they can do spells blah 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 others are just like straight up in your face like right like like loki loki is an assassin mm. Um, and then he does is like he jumps behind you and like stabs you with like a knife and blah So he's like a physical god, but then some of the mages like Zeus, he's like a magical god. But instead, they decide to take that out and use like um, I think it's called like power and intelligence. So like gods aren't like differentiated like that anymore. So it's gonna be like a, like a fresh approach. And I don't know. I, I'm I'm kind of excited to try it out. I've been playing Smite. I've been on and off Smite since like season one. Oh sure, because it came out. Because it's um, it's also on console and it's cross-play. Oh really? So it's, 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 it, yes, it's not. It's not a. It's not a PC game. Ah, the whole time I thought it was a PC game. You can play it on PC. You can play it on Switch <laughs> too. Oh snap! You can play it on Switch, and it's um, and it's a
0: crossover that if you have a Switch and I, and and I have a PlayStation, we can play. I can see each other. Yeah. See, yeah, that's fire. That they should be doing that for ages.
1: Yeah, but for Smite 2, I think they're not doing it for, for the Switch. Oh, really? Why is yeah. that? Um, I just <laughs> I don't know if uh Switch can even run Unreal 5. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Uh maybe maybe the Switch 2 that's getting leaked later. <laughs> right. Um, uh, maybe that. That, that's all I had to say about Smite. I, I thought it was like really cool what, what they're doing with the gems and and try, like trying to be friendly about people that already committed to the first game. See, that's a video game company that cares about their
0: people, that cares about their 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 customers, their consumers, because they they want you to feel re- that you're you're feel rewarded. That's what they want yeah. you to do. That you're rewarded for playing this game and And obviously, uh, that's gonna make a lot of people decided like, yeah, I'm gonna come back and play this game. Why not? Why wouldn't I? So you're gonna like transfer everything that you got on Smite and it's gonna be I'm uh, playing a Smite too. Yeah, transfer all my gems, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now you're gonna be now you're gonna go back again to play the game so you could grab even more chances so, so you can get more stuff out of it.
1: More so, yeah. Yeah when, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, that's how
0: it works. Um do you know when when is gonna get
1: released? Like where is the release date and all this? I think late like p- probably Q4. Okay, uh Q one. Oh, sorry, there's an alpha for Q2 Are you, that gonna you can sign up for. So, like even before the beta, there's an alpha. And then right. so I signed up for it just to see how it is. Okay. Not bad. All right. Well, hey man. I, I mean, that's
0: a great announcement. I didn't know about this game, and now I'm more informed about it. I'll take a look at it.
1: It's definitely a grind game, right? Um, if if you want gems and stuff, like if you just want to like go in a in a match and play, like there's no grinding. Just okay. All right. Uh, at least I'll watch you play. How about that? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, uh, well thank you for letting me know so um, yeah guys let us know in the comments down below what you guys think about the recent announcement of Smite 2 do you guys think it's a great thing do you think do you feel like they should add stuff or take away stuff or what not let us know in the comments your thoughts about it now speaking about video games this is something that you definitely got me interested in I definitely I bookmarked it as well um, on Twitter when I saw the article and it's about what you said, saying the recent SAC afra deal that they letting video game companies to the use of AI for voice acting. Now, I found that very, yeah. very interesting and at the same time kind of like controversial in a sense. Like, it kind of makes sense as to why you will want to do it and you kind of need to. Like, imagine having one person has to be a voice actor of twenty characters in one game, and you're spending hours and days, you know, doing all the phrases. People don't believe this, but it's, it's 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 tiring. It's it's a lot of work, and for I don't know, I don't know how much you get out of it, you know. So for them to say like, you know, what we're okay by letting you know video game companies to to have the use of AIs. Mm-hmm. And but I don't know if it's exclusively just for voiceover. They're like allowing the use of AI in other aspects of it. Like what, like like the game tracks and stuff like that? I mean or it, you... could, it could be game tracks or the game itself, like I don't know. Because it's it's kind of weird to see that the SAG After was is okay to use um AI for 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 video games, while they were like strongly against it to do TV shows and and movies and whatnot. Yeah. So I'm just kind of surprised that they were okay for video game developers to have the free use of AI for, for their products. So it's kind of like, I don't know, it, it kind of contradicts what you were guys fighting not, not too long ago with films and TV. It's like, I feel like yeah. Are you guys letting are you guys saying that the video games for video games is not that big of a deal f- for
1: you guys? I don't know. Probably if, if they're <laughs> if they're old heads, maybe they don't understand or they don't respect video games as much as they do, you know, um TV and movies. But a lot of the voice actors like spoke out on on Twitter or X, whatever you call it. Um they were like, Yeah, that's kind of crazy. And they were demoing some of the AI voicing. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you can tell it's AI. (laughs) So, so eventually
0: you definitely going to need like, like hear human voice versus the AI because the AI itself doesn't sound like up to that level yet. Yet. Yet it can evolve and it can be better. That's the future that we're heading towards it. So right now, I'm looking at it right now and it says that it's saying that AI that there's Replica Studios, an art an AI voice technology company, in the Screen Actors Guilds American Federation announced today that the introduction of groundbreaking AI voice agreement during the, in the event, and it says like that they're allowing to use AI technology on AAA video game studios and other companies working with the with Replica. So this is a company itself that has. The power for ai voicing and they're and they only work with certain triple a companies they don't work with everybody else they also say is that they also agree that safety create and license a digital replica of their voice i voices can be used in video game developments and right you know, the media projects and whatnot kind of like uh, like the the likeness itself like if you already have a uh, voice over on a on a game they can use your voice again on future gaming and whatnot by just using this AI. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It just feels kind of controversial based on what you guys like like you were fighting a few few months ago. don't you think?
1: Did you see um like I guess it's kind of on topic? Um, mm-hmm. you know the latest like Naruto game, like Naruto Storm Generations? Yeah, the Naruto Boruto Storm Generations. I have I haven't purchased it yet. I, I'm gonna get it, but yeah, what about it? So apparently, um, I'll just have to send you the video <laughs> later, uh-huh. but, um, they, it, um, they were using like AI on the voicing really. and, and the, um, the, the voice of Naruto, she, she was like, I was not asked to do any voice acting for this. <laughs> so they took it from like the old games and, and just like reused it, but then they modified it with, um. AI Uh uh-huh and it sounds like so bad I'm telling you I'll send you the when I send you the clip you're gonna like I know you're gonna be laughing in your chair bro because it's so ridiculously bad because because people like started like adding her it's like yo did you do this and she was like nope I would never do anything this bad (laughs) like
0: holy crap why, w- why would why would Napco allow that
1: to begin with? Like that's
0: that's so weird for them. Like, uh, like they're they they're not the type of people that'll
1: half ass shit like that. Like that's crazy. And, and and so people were noticing the AI because in, in the different languages, yeah, the AI would say the words like maybe like naturally. Mm-hmm. But then when it came to saying like character names, it was like they were saying like f- Phonotically, or fin- however you say it, because they can't, like, there's no Naruto in, like, uh, in Portuguese, right? Right. So. so there's no, like, natural word for Naruto. So when when, when you hear it, it's going to sound natural. And then when she says Naruto, it sounds so robotic. Because oh, it doesn't geez. understand how to, like, say that word. Doesn't know how to say Naruto. Oh, so <laughs> it sounds so bad. Yes. I'll send it to you later. Oh, but yeah, crap. so I'm just, like, I'm just shocked that you know the guild is okay with you know using AI voice. That's crazy. It's, it's yeah, like I don't I don't I don't understand. It's like it's okay for
0: it's okay for not not letting that happen um on um, TVs and movies, but when it comes to video games, oh no, yeah, free for all, everybody, voice acts. Yeah. And if it's that bad how they actually did it with Naruto on the Naruto game. Then you know that you know this is not a good. This is not a good idea. Oh jeez, I don't know what's the future about. Uh, like again, I keep telling you guys, AI, that's a very dangerous
1: weapon to use. That the user. It, it, it's weird. Be it's weird because everyone kept saying AI is going to be used to like take like mundane jobs, whatever that's not gonna but happen. they're taking all the creative jobs
0: yeah, yeah that's the yeah that's that's the part I don't see people really fighting or arguing about like yeah they're say oh they're gonna take my job at McDonald's but what about the jobs of you know m- music writing or writing a book yeah. or writing a script or writing a a um or painting or painting something art for you know yeah. all all anything that's creative on that level on that aspect. Oh, build me a schematic of a building and whatnot.
1: Yeah, that's, those those are the jobs that or, or even even acting acting and voice acting that that's creative because you have to make a persona. You know, like right, like like with the different characters with the same voice actor, you can tell it's the same voice actor, but you can tell they sound different for right. that character. So like that's still like. Something creative they bring to the table, and now they're just like, nah, let's just do AI.
0: That's ridiculous, <laughs> bro.
1: Every, so Crazy, see, bro.
0: See, at this point, it's like everybody sh- don't be a doctor, don't, don't be a lawyer, just be a programmer. That's because that's where the money is right now. Just be a programmer. They guarantee that they're not gonna take your job right there. AI can AI cannot program themselves yet until it becomes yeah. sentient. That's when you start to worry. That's when you're like, oh fuck, what have we done? And once it's out, it's it's out. It's it's another case of Ultron at this point. Ultron. Oh, he learned a lot. He became sentient. And then he's decided it's like, you know what? I need to eradicate the humans so the human species can survive. Well take. Well take, but that, that's the whole thing about Ultron. I don't got anything else. Do you have anything else to say? No.
1: Just let's not take jobs from voice actors. Jesus no,
0: no. Because what if I, what if I decided to like oh let me just do a side gig and get some voice acting out of it? I can't do it anymore because motherfucking my, my AI just took over. <laughs> it took the job. It took my job. And the crazy and the crazy part is like what if like they really like me for this part of this show and then all of a sudden they don't need me anymore because I already have my voice obviously i will fight for it i will fight for my likeness. like no my voice is unique and i say like you're not gonna use my voice for any other companies even if you pay me more for it no you want my voice for this character you're gonna yeah you gotta keep me employed that's crazy no that's crazy bro like it's crazy how everything's getting built up to to this point man (sighs) i don't know bro like it's it we're in a weird like i said we're still in this weird era that we're still learning how to use ai and whatnot. The other day I just learned that Adobe has um, Adobe Express which is an ai website that you can just generate images with stock images and just type in whatever you want and they'll give you something remotely close to it. I had, I had like 18 pictures of uh of my emblem of my wolf emblem on different on different images I was like damn this looks fire, you know. Yeah. But it's crazy now. Now you can just type in what you want, and AI is just going to generate the image for you. You don't have, like, what's the need of me c- contacting me, a graphic designer, when the AI can do it f- for free and do it know? for you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: for you and for
0: free. Yeah, exactly. Very, very crazy times. Like, I get it. Like, there are times in which we do need certain people to do this jobs but like, stuff like this, like, can just go to the AI and just do it for me and that's it I don't know it's no buts. just get it done and it looks great perfect slap it in slap it in there call it a day weird times man weird times um let us know in the comments down below what you guys think about the use of AI for video games I feel like they should have just like kept the whole thing like no you can like if it's for like if it's for NPCs then yeah I get it. For NPC, use, shirt sure, like, use AI voice, but it, for, to have it as, a, like, a side character or part of the main character's cast or the Italianist or something like that, like, you'll lose the human feel, the human touch, and I feel like that's exactly what everybody will be complaining about on um, future games, and as well, I guess that's exactly why they complain about the Naruto game because it doesn't yeah. feel natural, and that's what we want. Until I, until AI is perfected, like, leave AI out of this, man. just. I don't know. Let us know in the comments down below. Do you have any other final thoughts in regards to this? I don't. All right. So let's move on to the next topic. Um, this is, um, we're now on Twitch, Twitch admitting
1: that they're not being profitable at all. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? I mean, I say in the article, right? With the, um, with the layoffs. Yeah. You sent
0: me the article. And I just, and I, and I read the article itself. It's just like, just like, I feel like we've talked about this, about Twitch somehow. I feel like we talked about, like, how these guys are, like, how they're getting paid, like, like they're losing money because of this, you know? And Amazon is just being very generous. And now, here, here's, the, here, here's the cutback. You know, 35% of employees, like, that's like oh, uh, 500 employees are getting, are going to lose their jobs in Twitch. Which is crazy enough as it is, but that's Amazon's way of saying like, yo, like you guys are not doing anything. We're we're not we're hindering money by keeping you guys alive. And all of these streamers, these popular streamers, they get paid a lot of money by not doing much other than just sit down, watching stuff, playing video games, talking to people, and then doing those dumbass meta TikTok trends. So uh, the yeah. hot tub girls um in the middle streaming, they're in real life streaming for idiots doing stupid stuff around there, the all the all the implied nudity now. It's like that so many stupid things, and they're getting a lot of money for it. And i and I was wondering how the hell did these stream platforms getting a cut out of it? How are they getting profitable on just that? Because all I'm seeing, like guys like um Kai Senna and and uh and Pokemon, like these people, like they get like like I saw an of like I saw like the amount of money they get paid to streaming and shit. It mm-hmm. just makes me wonder it's like, do Twitch really have that much money? Are they being that profitable? Because it's kind of crazy to think about that. Like they they're the ones getting paid a lot, and then the ones that are making sure that the platform stays up, no, they get they get dick out of it. So like I I, I kind of saw this happening like especially with yeah. this new meta the implied nudity like all you see all these dumbass streamers like and we all know these are not streamers these are literally only fangirls hopping into Twitch to do this dumb tr- trend so they could get more money and they don't give a shit if they get banned they don't give a shit because if they get the bag they get the bag and then. They get every other person that's watching to go to their all events and subscribe to it, and then they get more money out of it. So they know they're capitalizing the moment. And Twitch is yeah. the Twitch's CEO is a fucking idiot, just like letting this happen, like on a like a rant out of it. Just like yeah, yeah, it's okay. I mean, we're fixing the the policy so it doesn't go like this. But it's just like what the fuck are you guys doing? And I'm pretty sure it's Jeff Bezos and and the Amazon team Are like, yo, guys, what the fuck are you guys doing with this shit? Like, we can't have this. (laughs) And I guess this is Amazon's way of saying fans is like, oh, like, you guys are taking our billion dollar company's money to give idiots money. And you're not making us money. You're just, you're you're, you're hindering. And like I said, Twitch needs uh, another reboot or somebody else has to buy it from them and make sure that the, the streaming service is only for video games. That's what it was known for. Yeah. Video
1: games. Like, like, I think like we talked about before, like they lost their identity. They lost their identity.
0: Exactly. And now they're like, whatever the crap this is, you know? So, yeah. So, so when you see me, when, when you, when I saw the article saying like, like Twitch admitting that they're not profitable and Amazon decided like, yeah, we're cutting you guys like 500 employees. Like I didn't even know there were that many employees to begin with. Oh yeah. Working on Twitch. That's crazy. 35% that 500 employees are going to lose their jobs. Like that's crazy. And I didn't know there,
1: you need that many people to keep um Twitch pl- uh, up like that. I don't know. I think, um, I kind of agree with you that like I feel like a lot of streaming content like like, if you want to call it content sure like not even talking about like the nudity and stuff but like I'm just saying like a streamer would just sit there and just watch Naruto for like eight hours Mm -hmm. and then I'm like is that really content you know like some people argue like yeah because even commentary and it's like most of the time they don't most of the time they just read the donations you know exactly and then also like w- even with that like I know for Twitch they use like bits and stuff, mm-hmm. but I know a lot of the streamers like either tell them or just imply like yo just do it through PayPal instead of like sending me bits on on Twitch. So it's like I think that's like why they're losing money because there's no there's no form to like keep the money in Twitch because mm-hmm. I can just have a link to my Cash App or PayPal whatever exactly and just be like hey if you want to donate donate here instead because like one uh the cut from that is less than what Twitch or or YouTube Live or whatever is going to do 100%. So so I, I don't even know how how Twitch makes their money like I, well, I guess ads but then you can pay for you can pay for the non-ad like version or whatever. But I guess that's just not enough. It's just like whatever they're making sales there is not more than what they're using to pay and maintain Twitch. So
0: See that that that's see that's the part I don't I never understood how they're making money and because I know how much you get paid for streams it's 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 shit like per stream depending on the platform you get less than the less than a cent less than a penny you get 0.001 or 2 or 5 or whatever per mm-hmm. stream so you when you do a, a million streams Multiply times zero point zero zero one, you get a thousand dollars on just that. That's pretty bad. That's bad, bro. Bruh. So if you get a thousand dollars out of it, like so, how? What are you getting at, as the main platform? What are you really getting? Like, what monetary do you get out of this? What what cut do you get? Like, it's let me tell you. Not everybody can pull a, a million views on stream. Not everybody can do that. Most I've seen is what a 500,000? A I know Kai Senna was the first one who broke the record, right? Yeah, like, I, like, and and the, I guess the the most you can get consistency is a thousand streams, a thousand views every day, I mean, if you're streaming every day, at least every time you stream, yeah. So. So I guess that's the part when they say like, you know, send me bits and send me uh, tips, donations, you know, for cash up and PayPal and whatnot, because that's the only yeah. way to get it. Other than that, like, what's the whole purpose of the platform itself? What the platform can provide or do, how they're making the money ads, uh, ads alone is not enough. You know, I know how much ads and sponsorship costs because um, I, ha- I have my brother that works that he's a um, sports analyst on a on a Spanish radio show in mm-hmm. Orlando, right? And he tells me how much he gets paid just on, on sponsorship alone. A month. A month. He gets sponsored by two different um, companies, right? A loan he gets a month on just sponsorship is like close to $600. some uh, uh, r- Roughly around there. More or less, you know? That's on sponsorship yeah. on two different companies, you know, by announcing them and showing them the, the ad, the... The, new, the the commercials, or everybody can check in and whatnot. Every month, that's how much he gets paid from those sponsorships. And he gets, like, listened on an average, on a daily average, between a hundred to a thousand, depending on where you're listening to the radio show, you know? Depending who's listening yeah. to. And he, he doesn't make that much out of it. Which is like, that's crazy. So it's like, I know that in sponsorships, when they had to pay Twitch. We're talking about thousands of dollars, but those a month, but those thousands of dollars only can cut you can get you so far, you know? And and, yeah. and Twitch doesn't have that much sponsorship either. If you look, if you look at all the companies that backed out, you know, Twitch excluded from Amazon, there's not that much people that, you know, puts ads on Twitch. It's like I'm pretty sure it's like under under the hundreds. And even that, it's not enough. Mm-hmm. So me seeing this is like it's like what we've been saying, we've been complaining about for a while. And you know, and this was gonna affect everybody sooner or later because of those recent meta changes, you know? So there's not nothing profitable. And again, I'm telling you, Amazon eventually might actually pull the plug on, on Twitch. If they don't get become profitable, they they may pull the Twitch. And that's and the Twitch CEO is a fucking idiot, man. Like whatever he's doing, and he's he's on online. He's been lately. He's been on an online presence in in the Twitter sphere or ads, however you want to call it. And he's been saying and being supportive on certain decisions and not um whether it's a policy change or support of the hot tubs and shit like that. I was just like, bro, you're an old geezer. Like you're an old <laughs> weird creepy guy. Honestly, you're an idiot to think of like this is okay for the platform. Being supported by a very multi-billion dollar company, Amazon, that supports everyone. You're yeah. A, you're, you're a creep at that. You're a fucking idiot for you to be like, okay, with some of the decisions and whatnot. Like, I don't know, bro. I, that's, that's my rant out of it. What do you think?
1: Uh, I have a question then. Do you think every streaming platform is doomed to be like this? To not be profitable? Like, like, even if, like, a streaming platform sticks only to gaming, do you still think it can be profitable? It can because that's how Twitch was for,
0: for however long. It is it is possible. And if you're being backed out by a multi-billion dollar company, yeah, I strongly do believe because look at YouTube gaming. YouTube streams a lot and YouTube, I don't see YouTube running out of business anytime soon. I don't see Facebook gaming running Um, like Running out of business anytime soon, like and 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 Facebook is right now known as like, like nobody's in Facebook, basically. Nobody's in Facebook. They they put Facebook as well, like, oh yeah, I have a Facebook, but nobody really pays attention to Facebook, honestly. Facebook was, yeah. um, is is a whatever at this point, you know, and they still and there's still people like uploading videos and streams and when and people still watch it. So, yeah, I do believe that it can't be profitable if you stick to gaming. and one, if you're sti- if you're if you're streaming for these certain niche things, I think those and you and you do it right, then yes, I do believe they can last for or less long and be like, oh, because again, circle back to the argument. Twitch was known for that. As 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 long as I know my whole life about Twitch, I always knew Twitch was always the platform for gaming. Not even know anything else until they started. Adding the talk shows and people talking, and then people commenting on on videos and teen movies and animes, and then and then these women trying to do like loopholes, like oh yeah, look at me, look at my breasts, and I'm playing you know Resident Evil, but everybody's get to see my huge ass breasts, and and adding these other dumb policies that makes no sense, and letting women to do like not that I have in fact it's women, but the fact that you're 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 allowing women to like. Be lewd, let's just say lewd or half naked on hot tubs, that you might, you can actually have that on a platform like OnlyFans. OnlyFans is made for that. You can put a streaming yeah. service like that, then yes, I can only watch girls on hot tubs on that platform. That's it. Twitch, no, Twitch is for gaming. If you wanna do live streaming for, to talk, People or make a podcast out of here, talk shows and and stuff like that. As long as you're not saying wild stuff like like people have done that now. Everybody's on Rumble. Like the Fresh and Fraud is in Rumble. The (laughs) the Roll of Tomatoes. The 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 Tates and and the Andrew Tates is in in the Rumbles. And then you got the Alex Jones and then and the just pearly idiots. The 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 racist Nick Fuentes. Zirka, and all those guys are in rumble because rumble kept it like oh yeah freedom of speech we don't we don't want to condone and these guys say one of the most wallace things rumble's yeah. becoming that right now rumble is allowed to be allowed to like we know that this is for rumble this is rumble is made for this freedom of speech talk whatever you want no matter how the concept goes, like right? but we all know yeah. that's what made and kick is becoming the new IRL streaming platform. Like I see a lot more people IRL in Kick more than Twitch or Rumble or whatever. Yeah, and I see Kick. I I didn't see much Kick doing much of the video games. I didn't see much of it. I feel like people are m- now stream more um, YouTube and Twitch and Facebook. Those are like like free top streaming yeah. platforms that I know. And like, Kick, I, I haven't seen much. Of it. I'm not a streamer. I'm not. I'm. I haven't. I haven't. I don't watch streaming either. But based on what I hear and what I've seen and what I'm reading, that's what I know. And that's what I know about kick as well. And then so yeah, Twitch got out of hand. I'm pretty sure when Amazon bought them and give them a shitload of money, they got out of hand and they decided to like go like go nuts with the whole of these Stupid genres that we have with the implied nudity yeah. uh, genre with the MSMR, like me hearing you licking an ear <laughs> microphones. Like this is some wild, crazy shit. <laughs> and this is implied loot. And then having ludes. if you're not playing a video game, you're not commenting that you're and you're like half-naked, that's not okay. And then how top streamings and whatnot, like it got out of hand. So yeah. to answer your question out of all this, yes, if Twitch becomes back again to be its own gaming platform and only made for that just for that i feel it could be profitable because again that's how because of twitch esports was a f- become a thing now it's been hosted yeah. by espn or espn 8 the ocho you know one of those yeah. other espn channels you know or tbs or something and then you got teams and you got sponsorships like you got people like monster and red bull Sponsoring these guys, these um, teams, you know, these esport yeah. teams, these e- e- e-sport, um players and whatnot, and and what was the other one? Razer, Razer, Razer is a freaking um, gaming company that only specializes in video game um, plat- uh, PCs. I have my own yeah. Razer that what I have right here. It's best PC g- gaming laptop ever. Like it lasted, it has lasted me for a while, and, it, and it's still going strong. Like those people will sponsor these guys, so there's money behind it. And people will like they see people wearing the the Razer T-shirts or the headphones or the headphones yeah. itself or the mouse itself and the keyboards, and they're like, "Damn, I w- I want to be like that. I want to purchase Razer." Yeah. So yeah, it is. It can be profitable. It sure can be. It, you just have to be like back again to square one, return back to its original roots, and take it from there, and then just expand yourself a little further by, you know, getting more regulated. I feel there's a way to regulate things. I feel there's a way to do things. But if you're going to go like, oh, wall like you are right now with Twitch, that anybody yeah. could be Lewa, then obviously that's how you get your cuts. That's how you get your cuts. That Yeah. Any other questions you want to ask me in regards to it? No, I think we covered it. All right. So guys Twitch, Twitch is just failing. Yeah. Twitch is just failing, man, at this point, man. Like, and I feel sorry because that's where Kick and Rumble are gonna like take over. And YouTube as well. YouTube has always been there. It's always been the competitor, but now I've seen a lot of people streaming on YouTube video games than I have seen before on Twitch. And I'm seeing a lot of streamers that came from Twitch are switching to YouTube. And I'm seeing a lot of these people having a large, much better success on YouTube than they have on Twitch, which is crazy. Which is crazy to think. But yeah, let us know in the comments up below what you guys think about Twitch and the, and its, you know, layoffs and whatnot. We kind of predicted this, you know, what it's the future. Um, to finish up the, the streaming talk, right? you said something about streamers complaining about stacking.
1: Yeah. So, I didn't even know that that was a term, but... I didn't Apparently, know that was
0: streamers. I didn't know that was a thing either. Like I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know what was but, the terminal of this. Well, what is going on with this? Tell me.
1: Yeah. So basically, a lot of streamers are complaining that when they play like multiplayer games, like 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 Warzone, right? Mm-hmm. They're complaining that like their opponents are always in teams, bruh. Like that they know each other, bruh. So so that's what stacking is called. It's like when like, three friends group up to, to play Warzone. And then the streamer loses. They start crying, like, oh, those guys were stacking. And it's like, bruh. But that's what multiplayer games is supposed to be. You play with your friends. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't
0: know that. What? I thought that's yeah. exactly what you're multiplayer is, used to be. It's like, yo, yo, let me hit you up. Yo, you're done to play COD? Yeah, all right, I'm, I'm signing up. Yeah. And then it's you got a party of five. All your buddies together all right let's go take them down what I don't get it so
1: so so, the, I, it, it, I don't know it might be like a deflection of like like if you're streaming and you're losing bad you just start to say, oh they stacked against me and it's like Bruh. that's such a weak excuse you know because <laughs> like you're just bad at the game bro it's, wait, okay <laughs> yeah so so wait a minute so this is something that's happening lately on only
0: streamers like people that are streaming the platform
1: yeah so like the streamers are the ones that cry about it that oh, they they coined the term right they coined the term and then everyone's just making fun of them cuz they're just saying like bro you're just so, like you're mad because two friends joined the same lobby like
0: <laughs> bro that's just
1: like i'm sorry
0: to say this but that's just that sounds f-
1: yeah I, I i'm like i I can't, I can't sympathize with the streamers on this no nah, bro because bro what if what if you're actually the rules were reversed. What if you the one being second?
0: Because you decided to contact a, stre- a streamer friend of yours or another friend. Hey, let's yeah. let, like suit up. I'll be uncut. And then you guys are talking to each other and it's like, yo, 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 get this right here during the stream and then you win. Yeah. That's not considered stalking. That's on on, on that
1: definition. Two friends hanging out of, <laughs> of one. It It is stacking. I just guess a lot of streamers just like stream alone more now. Uh-huh. And then they're just like frustrated and it's just like I don't know. <laughs> nah, but that's, yeah, that's it's, that's just, it's, just them
0: that they suck at playing. That's, that's what yeah. it is, you know? And, and they feel shame, and embarrassed that they, in front of the people that are watching them sucking and playing. So that's, yeah. so they're just look like, making an excuse for them to say like, yeah, it's because I, of, because of these people that were stacking. And it was like, congratulations, you it's played yourself. Policies, honestly,
1: that's crazy <laughs> talk. Honestly. The games are made like, it's online games are meant to be played with your friends. Exactly. Like if you want to like play, <laughs> exactly. if you want to play by yourself, you can always do solo matches. You right. Know? So it's like you're purposely picking instead of going solo. You're doing like duos or trios or quads, and then complaining that there's a quad team and everyone knows each other. And it. it's like you can just play solo, and then no one is on a team with anyone. But. That's what I'm saying. It's just it's just a deflection that they're bad. And not only that, like let's just say that I've been playing
0: for hours with the same um, people that I do not know. Wouldn't you like be like talking to them? Hey, let's do this strategy and this and that. W- wouldn't that consider you know trying to gang up on another team as well? Like I don't
1: I don't get it. Like, yeah, I I don't get it either. That's why everyone's just making fun of them because there's there's no logic to what they're trying to say. With, with stacking No, of course not like, even the
0: term itself stacking on on, on on during gameplay like that that absolutely <laughs> makes no sense to me that and and do you know any notable streamers that have been saying this type of wild crap or like crying about it because I know XQC, no. I know it's will cry about anything about every day no matter what he will just cry about
1: I, it. I, don't, I don't know about any noti- noticeable ones. I've just seen people talk about it as like mm-hmm. overall because it's such a, a rampant thing going on right now Interesting. They just like every single streamer that plays by themselves, is they just complain about stacking. It's like the new thing to say now. Bro, this day at this day and age everybody
0: will complain about anything at this point. Like I don't I don't know what to say, bro. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh okay, good to know. Uh, let us know in the comments down below what you think about streamers complaining about stacking. Do you feel like they're just being a bunch of crybabies? Like how we feel, or do you feel like no, no, that I feel their pain. I, I don't know
1: let us know in the comments below yeah. below <laughs> <laughs> the, the pain of not having friends to play with you <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I don't know what to say like this is this, yeah. is, a, this is a whole new love for me to hear about people like complaining about like what? Like out, out of the millions of things that we can complain, you're going to complain about this part. Yeah. This is the one that we're going to complain.
1: Bro. This is worse than when people said like lag switches, you know.
0: <laughs> oh my god. And that and that that was another I remember that. That's another thing. I'm not going to get into it because that's this is more more talking I'm talking out of their asses at that point. Yeah, um let us know in the comments down below guys cuz I feel like I feel like a lo- a lot more whining babies are crying and streaming. Yeah, like guys, it's okay. You're supposed to have fun. Sure, there's frustrations behind it, but I'm pretty sure I talked about this with you before. It's at the end of the day, it's a game. You're if you're not like applying to be on a fucking mega U.S. team, USA team that's gonna earn you potential millions of dollars. I don't see the necessity of you stressing yourself and killing yourself for this game. Like it's just a game, and you're just streaming. And anyways. You're getting you're getting paid to stream. At least like if you get the donations out of it, like yeah, like, huh? And you're making content. So and you're what you're doing is you're allowing other people to make fun of you at that point. Yeah. So yeah, guys, let us know. Moving on to the last topic, which is a very sad topic to talk about, man. Cause I couldn't believe it. But it's I'm happy for him. So what are we talking about? Is the recent departure of Matt. Had from Game Theory hold up
1: wait a minute
0: and he is no longer gonna be doing content for his YouTube channel The Game Theory mm-hmm. he's leaving YouTube. I guess for to do better and, be, and bigger and better fans and and to spend more time with his family which like I saw the video you saw the video
1: yeah I saw the the 20 minute video yeah yeah
0: I feel like that was very sincere of him. And I guess in my, in my, the way he explained to us to why, like it, it, it became more of a business aspect instead of a fun aspect. I understand yeah. that. Cause I had uh, friends of mine who've been couples for years and, and they told me like they, they had, they run a business together. You know, they also did a podcast together and they tell me like every day it was like talking about the podcast or talking about, there's nothing about how you're doing or not. No, it's all about, let's do this. What's best plan? What's the best thing to do with this? Yeah. Like nothing was like genuine between each other other than, you know, business model. So I, I understand what he was going through. I also believe that he was just burned out. I I feel like he was just burned out and he saw a huge opportunity when he got into the Five of at Freddy just for the small cameo scene. And I'm pretty sure they got calls for, you know, potential bigger fans to yeah. do business with him this is all my speculation of the real reasons but I can see as somebody who's worked on the behind the scenes and worked in the music industry and and know the hidden truths behind these new departures as to oh I'm retiring from music or I'm retiring from this or, or I'm leaving this and that it, there's more to the story than meets the eye there's more to it than what the YouTube says some of them is true some of them I can see it why but there's there's a lot more yeah, it sucks. It sucks because like like I, I've been watching Matt Pat for a long time because of his game theories with FNAF, you know, ever since I started playing FNAF and I, I wanted to watch his game theory as predictions as because I never understood that there was such a lore behind FNAF. And pe-
1: yeah. people didn't know what FNAF is. It's finance afraid. Sorry. Um it, that's something he said, like a lot of people got into him because of of FNAF
0: yeah because I that's how I got into it because of FNAF and because some of his theories is like they're pretty cool like I like his theories and like there's some of them they're a little bit stretched out and far-fetched and then he corrected them on other videos and whatnot. but it was just wildly entertaining and the fact that you give me such a big universal lore it's just like oh my god like yeah I want to I wanna hear more and more and see if we can find more of this stuff so it's just sad mm-hmm. that you know somebody that I that I know I I guess in a sense I grew up watching him for many many years when FNAF was around not not that sense like oh yeah ever since a kid I watched F- uh, FNAF and no I watched Matt Pat when I was in college, you know, and I saw him with FNAF games and the FNAF series and him with his lore. So, you know, for 10 years, I've been watching him and whatnot and he's just like leaving right now. It's like, damn, that sucks, man. I got it. You you will be missed. You will be missed. Um, you
1: will be missed. But and, what, and that's what, what are your thoughts? In the, in, in the video? Oh, I, yeah, my thoughts. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like his personality is hard to match. Right. And so, because he, he talked about, like, he was trying to, he was trying to treat the show, kind of like a like a game show, mm. or, or kind of like Doctor Who, where like he can be replaced. Mm. But it's but to me, it's like his personality is what like got me into it. Exactly. And it, 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 no offense to the other theorists that he has brought over the years, but I have I have never got into them. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing wrong with their content. There's nothing like I could say bad about what they did. But it's like I was just into Matt Pat himself. Yes. And, and and it's like he, he brings the energy that and it's good energy because it can be replicated, you know. Mm-hmm. So you know it's it's a genuine energy that can be replicated. And, and for me, it's like it's gonna be hard trying to like see these other people. Like I'll I I'll will keep watching and seeing, but I just know like it's not the same. Matt Pat brings an energy yeah. that is not like easily like you know translated. Um again, everyone brings their own energy to it. Mm-hmm. But I've been watching Matt Pat like way before FNAF. Oh um, really? Yeah. I'm trying to see which was my first video. I remember one of the first ones was the um, uh, Star Fox. It, I don't think this was the first one. It was with Star Fox mm-hmm. that he's explained that like the barrel roll is not actually a barrel roll. It's an alien roll. What? Huh? You, you play okay. You play Star Fox, right?
0: Yeah, Star Fox is super. You know when they, tell you, like,
1: when they tell you like do a barrel roll? Yeah. That's not actually the right like flight term. Yeah. Nani? It's actually like... That's not even like a theory. That's just like a... T- technicality like but um that's what that's one Are of the sure first ones that's
0: just the theory
1: yeah so I'm trying to see which one was my first video because I'm looking at it from it wasn't um maybe it was the Mario one which is like pretty early on no it was it was after this maybe maybe it was the earthbound one the his first earthbound video oh really yeah because I'm looking at all these other ones and I'm like I, I remember seeing these I just don't remember which one was my first one but but yeah um, I've been with my Pat, like <laughs> not with him, but yeah. yeah, I've been watching him um for like a long time. Um, and it's sad to see him go. And like I said, like I'll I'll give the other hosts yeah. that he's bringing in like a try, but it's just like, like I understand it's like he he wants to make the show where like the host is not the main part, mm-hmm. but it's like it, it kind of is. Like everyone brings their own energy, and I'm gonna miss his energy.
0: Like his inner, I think like he's one of those few YouTubers that gives such a great, fun, and happy experience on his content. Like he's one of those few that is like, oh, it's, it's never controversial on an Infinite. It's always about video games, like giving such great content. Yeah. It's like we lost one of the greatest. YouTubers out there like I don't know anybody out there that's they could be I could be wrong They could be like still in to that does on the same caliber as MatPat or has MatPat done for all this time in years you know it's like I feel like we lost one of the great ones a legendary like a guy who's been there from the very beginning of YouTube days you know
1: it sucks bro and there were, was but there... like again but it sucks for us but it's, it's very good for him you know he's moving on to no, a new chapter
0: 100%. 100% it's good for him I guess my it, I guess my fin is like how many more of these great people are gonna lose and then all of a sudden YouTube will be run over by idiots and morons I guess that's that's I guess that's my concern because the longest time I mean YouTube's like been hanging on the thread by giving such good positive energy for for both kids and adults and I guess mm-hmm. Matt hit the nail on the coffin on that aspect but then you know if you lose map pad who else do you got? And and I get that he said himself, he's he's still owns the channel. He's still going to be like running the show. It's just that he's not going to be like predominantly the one leading to it. Like he'll have an entire team. Yeah. Like And in, in, in essence, he's going to be the CEO of his own network. That's yeah. how it's going to be. He has his team. He does this, let the team run his thing. And then he's just going to collect the check and from time to time gets involved with certain fans and whatnot. It's just such like you know he's leaving man, and I'm I think Watch Mojo did a video of the top twenty YouTubers that left YouTube. That's crazy. I didn't even know there were that many great people. There are, some of them were like, yeah, these are like shitty, shitty people itself. But some of them are like, oh yeah, great people who done nothing but great things and yeah, not being controversies, not being in shitty stuff and whatnot. So. But I wonder, like, I wonder, I I guess I, I I can try to imagine his perspective as to like, what are you going to do with your life? Like, what is it that your business is going to run into? Because running a YouTube channel is one thing, but like, what is it that you're going to be doing on a, on a daily basis on everyday, you know? What are other businesses yeah. that you're trying to invest on that is not YouTube? Because that's the only thing that you were good at. You were good at YouTube. What else can you do? And how long are you going to sustain? Because, let me tell you, YouTube is not the end all be all. Like this is not something that you're gonna like do all until retirement. You're gonna retire from it. Like no, like this is more of a. If you're not taking it seriously, and it's not your main job, and it's just your side job, it's like yeah, no. Like I don't know how long this long this run is gonna last. I don't know what else can you do. Maybe maybe I I said it. Maybe he did got offers or opportunities that he can now do that that forces him to take away to take his time away from from you so that yeah. way he could do bigger and better things, maybe that's what it is you know I don't know i always i only know there's more to the story than meets the eye for whatever he's telling us there's some of it is true, but there's a, a lot more deeper truth out of why he really is you know it just yeah. such that him of all people he's the one who has to leave man um do you have anything else? about it no I mean
1: I, I wish him the best of luck you know he's been an influential part of like most people's lives whether they wanted to admit it or not like
0: yeah
1: I agree shout out to you Pat, and Game 3 man
0: Um, wish you we wish you nothing but the best and for you uh, for you and your family we wish you nothing but the best on this and hey you're probably gonna be in the next FNAF and on a bigger lower, you know bigger casting you know a bigger yeah a better uh, better play but hey it's just a theory.
1: <laughs> a gay theory. game theory.
0: Thanks <laughs> for watching. Oh man. Um. But hey, I try. <laughs> I'm not, not. I'm not like you, Matt Pat. I'm not like you. You're. Yeah. You're one of the greatest. Your job man. is hard. Yeah, your, your job is hard, Dan. Yeah. I wish. Yeah, I wish you nothing of the best, uh, and you and your family. Many blessings. Um. Yeah. I mean, we can wrap this up right now, man. You got anything else to talk about?
1: Yeah. Another trend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you did it. All right. All right, hey. let's hear about it. Let's hear about it. This is going to be the fit Ten. for every for every episode yeah. we do. Give me a trend. This is going to be a, a fit now. Yeah. If we if, if there is any, if any. there was. If there is yeah. any. If, and if there Name. isn't,
1: think of something. Think of something. All right. Something. I'll make it 10 characters, comic book characters. Comic book characters. Okay. That start with the letter B. 10. 10
0: comic book characters. It, I guess you can do it like. I can think of uh, like in TV shows and movies if they're based on a comic book, right? Ten of them? Jesus. Yeah. Well, I guess the easiest ones that I can think of is uh, Black Panther. um, Okay. uh, Black Lightning. I guess those are like the most easiest ones. Uh, Ten. And it has to be comic book characters. Okay. Yeah. If you're telling me there's a scent, that means there's a lot more and I'm not thinking about it. Um, Beast from the X-Men? Uh, I'm looking. At, I'm looking around all my collections. Um, <laughs> what can I can think of? Comic book characters. Now I'm looking at uh, Bumblebee. Yeah? yeah. Okay. All right. This is now. It's hard. Now I'm. I guess this. I'm. This is much harder than I thought. Comic book characters. I'm thinking of um, Black Noir. Yep. All right. Got five. I need five, so five. More. <laughs> half Jeez. Uh. Try to, Batman. I don't know. Okay. I don't know why yes. that wasn't my first one. Batman. Jesus, Lou. And it has to be superior. It can't be villains, right?
1: No, it could just character. Oh, character. Oh, it could be villains. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Well, you said black noir, so and oh. we counted. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> uh, I already say the Beast from X Men. Um, I'm trying to think Stan Lee's characters. There's all because he always has the same letter. You know how he has, like, J. Jonah Jameson Jr.? Yeah. And it's the same letter under his name. Fing fan Um uh, The Invincible Iron Man. Then uh, I'm pretty sure there's quite a lot in the Marvel aspect. Fuck, bro. You Four more. I four need more. four Come more. On. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. Um. All right, let me start with DC. Black Manta. Uh, yep. Aqu- Aquaman's a... Uh, antagonist like Manta is definitely one bro Batman's villain of characters oh wait a minute can I name Batwoman and, and bat, Batgirl and yep.
1: Batwing yep. yep oh okay that was fucking easy <laughs> the, the Bat family I totally yeah. forgot yeah <laughs> you're allowed to yes <laughs> Bane as well. Oh so, shit, Bane! Yes. Yeah. Like, I was about so, to
0: start thinking about the villain, all the villains that, are, that Batman has, because he has more villains than any other DC character.
1: Yeah. All right. Um. So like, the, the purpose of the trend was to show you how many characters start with the n- name Black. Hmm. Black Bolt. Black Widow. <laughs> Black um, Widow. Fuck. Black Lightning?
0: No, you said Black Lightning in the beginning, right? No, no, I said Black Lightning. I didn't say Black Widow. Okay.
1: Though. Who, who else? Is, uh Black Samson? Which one's Black from Samson? From Invincible?
0: I knew there was somebody from 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 Invincible. I was thinking about it and I feel like I know it. I just it didn't pop out. Black Samson. wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it's like Black Lightning, Black Panther, Black Widow, Black, Black Samson, Black Noir. Um Black Noir, yeah. Black Beetle. Blue Beetle has a
0: antagonist named Black Beetle. Oh wow! I didn't know. I didn't know. Maybe Blue Beetle counted too. Damn it!
1: You're right. Blue Beetle. I just said it right now. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Um, Um, Blue Beetle is another one. Damn. Okay. So we're at six with just the name Black. Oh,
0: Black Black Bolt. Black Bolt is who from Marvel? Yeah. Is he the one that? uh, Yeah, with the voice. Yeah, the voice. Oh, Okay. I I didn't I didn't want to say his name because I wasn't sure if that was his name or not. Damn. Um,
1: yeah, so that's the thing is like people are saying, like, yeah, a lot of characters just start with, with black. Black. Well, oh, my god, black black spider. Black spider from he's who? DC. He's the he's a Spider-Man ripoff. <gasps> he's the villain. He, he his name is just Black Spider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another one. Yeah. So it's like you can just name a bunch of characters, start with the word black. Right. Jeez, that's um,
0: like what seven characters?
1: That, which that is was saying eight. Black, eight,
0: so far. eight, which is saying yeah, black, black this, and then you got the character. Yeah, that's crazy. It, I, I, and I don't know why it didn't come out in my hand the Bat Family. Like, and for those of you who don't know, Batwoman and Batgirl are two different superheroes. Look that mm-hmm. up, guys. I don't, I don't want to yeah. give you a big explanation, but they're two superheroes. They're not the same character. And Back Wing is another one. Uh jeez. Yeah.
1: How did I miss the um, Bat Family? You, you said Beast? Yeah. got Beast Boy. DC. <laughs> beast Boy, <laughs> the Tain Titans. Teen Titans, yeah. Jeez. Um, another one, this one's not. I guess if you're into the comics, you would know. Um The Beyonder. No, I don't know. Beyonder. I think that's like um Scarlet Witch's um son. Oh really? I might be wrong, but I might be wrong if it, if that's the son, but it's like he's one of the most powerful like Marvel characters. So Beyonder oh, is one shit. of them. Yeah. Beast Boy. A lot of people forgot Beast Boy. Yeah. Bro. Like everyone kept saying Beast from like X Men. Yeah. And then I'm like, they just add the word boy after. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I guess because you, because when
0: you think about the Beast, you think about Beast from the Ants Men. You forgot. But because we're like mentally like, who else is also in the Ants Men or who else is also in the in the marvel that starts with B and people people yeah. will totally forget about Beast Boy, you know?
1: Cuz you start going on a rabbit hole on Marvel itself. And and, and that was just their like persona names cuz you you could have said Bruce Banner. Ooh. Oh. You remember you, you you were on track cuz you you were like I want to do yes. Stanley's characters Stanley. and then you just forgot Bruce Banner. Bruce
0: Banner. Jeez. Yeah. The BB BB yeah. Is he the only BB? Is he the only B or does he only have one per alphabet order?
1: I, I, mm, mm, mm. I'm not sure. That's a good question.
0: You forgot Bucky. Yeah, but but uh, Bucky, I would consider him as the white wolf or winter soldier, but maybe you're yeah. right. <laughs> as if he goes by the name, it's, 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 it's Bucky. It's, it's acceptable. Yeah. Bucky. Oh, okay. So, so it's not just the persona name. It's also the yeah. their actual names.
1: Yeah, like like Bruce Banner. Gotcha. Bruce Banner is the Hulk, but Bruce Banner counts. Damn, I should
0: have thought about that. Fuck. Yeah, that's that's actually a good one, dude. Yeah. And there was a lot of them that that yeah, you say it so. There's like eight characters alone that's black that could just fill up the entire list and people would just black out. Oh, uh, Black Adam? Black oh fuck. I forgot about Black Adam. Black Canary. <laughs> Jeez, so many obvious ones. Yeah, I guess I guess when you're like put up on the spot and you're trying to like think about it, you're not gonna get them all right away, which is crazy. Yeah. Bra- Bra- Brainiac. Brainiac, I kid you not. I was thinking about Superman and Superman characters. Like I swear to, you, I was thinking about it.
1: How the heck did I forget about Brainiac, one of his greatest villains, Booster Gold, if you know? No, I don't know Booster. Okay, he's, he's a DC character. Yeah, Black Canary, we missed. Uh, Bizarro, another oh, Superman. Oh, that another one. Yeah, Bizarro. Holy shit. Wow. There's a lot of beat, yeah. yeah. I mean, you got it. You got the 10. You passed. <laughs> Let's go. Let's
0: go. I'm telling you guys, I, I am a geek. Jeez, <laughs> I am a geek. We are. We both are. We got this. Yeah. My God. Woo! I got all right up. I'm ready to eat man. Ready to eat yeah. lunchtime. Lunchtime is coming over. Wifey is it, picking me up. So we're going to do stuff. And, so we're going to wrap this up right here man. Um, okay. be, before we go before we leave. Um, do you got anything else you want to say? Any Any final thoughts? No. I think we discussed all we needed to say. <laughs> Sweet, bro. I'm looking forward for the next couple of topics, man. If you come up with something, bro, let's bring it over, man. I'm I'm definitely looking forward. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for bringing the topics. Today's topics was brought to you by Mike Phoenix Hero, guys. So give <laughs> a round of applause for Mike, man. And thank you for bringing these topics, bro. Appreciate it, man. Um, no problem. Before we wrap this up, plug yourself out. Let the people know where they can follow you.
1: Instagram. YouTube, Mike Phoenix Hero. Like I said, I do uh, Yu Gi Oh videos, deck profiles, unboxings. Let me know, you know, if you guys come out, check it out, and if you want me to make a video on a deck or whatever, you know, I got you. For sure, man. Thank you as always coming over to the show, and
0: thank you guys for tuning in. And remember, like and subscribe for your weekly episodes here a at YouTube.com/slash at AWGC Podcast, A Wolf in Gates Clothing. You can check all the latest episodes. If you want to check the audio version? You can check on soundcloud.com/slash wolves and music, where you can check all my latest episodes for free. Or you can check out Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio at a the Lone Wolf Podcast or a Wolf and Geats clothing. It's all free, guys. You can go check that out. Comment down below. Let me hear your thoughts. Share your experience. If you guys got a specific topic that you want me or my mic to cover. Please let us know in the comments down below. We will do our best to talk about it on the next episode. So guys, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys at the next one. All right? Peace.